Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Seth Galina of Pro Football Focus joined us to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers head coach Brandon Staley and what it all means from a philosophical and schematic standpoint. So let's kick it to that conversation right now. Three days ago, the Los Angeles Chargers hired Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley to be their head coach. But before we get into that fit, tell me, what was Staley able to do with the Rams that led him to being such a hot name in the search for a head coach after so very little time in the NFL? I think it's only four years what was he able to do there that that led to this promotion? Well, they put together a pretty good defense. I mean, they were number one in so many defensive categories, whether it was like, you know, the old stuff we talk about, like total yardage. They were like top five, top three uh, EPA per play, both the run and the pass. I think they were top three EPA per play per pass. And then I think it's definitely in the top 10 in uh, per run also. So like they were like a legitimately awesome defense this whole season. It it seemed maybe like it it was all a mirage early because they had the NFC East on their schedule for the right. first like you know like three of the first like five games or something like that. Then it turns out that they were a really good defense, and he brought in some concepts that I think a lot of colleges were using for a while now. Yeah, like you said, so four years in the league, and before that he was the DC of an FCS team and then a Division three team, and they won the right. national championship in Division three. So he still he still like has all those those ideals those ideas about how to play defense and he kind of brought that stuff to the NFL kind of 
all together. And I think there's a lot of people who have done certain uh, aspects of his defense, whether it's from the front, from the coverages, stuff like that. But I think him putting it all together um, was really interesting. And then I think the next part is just, this is what I wrote about in my article was, you know, he's doing stuff that is a week to week thing. Like, Hey, we're playing against this. So we need to be doing this instead of just saying, uh, okay, well, we're going to run our defense, make a little few, like every coach is going to go into a game plan, making a little like, like minor adjustments for sure. You don't have a choice, but he, he seemed to make a little more, more than just cosmetic adjustments at least. So I remember early in the season, uh, after they played the Eagles and the Eagles are like, you know, this heavy, R- you know, gun zone RPO team. And I was talking to uh, a, a mutual friend of ours, Nate Tice, and he was like, Hey, is this like, and he, you know, he was like, you're looking t- asking us, um, it's me and some other people like, Hey, is this tight defense? Like, is this, yeah. is this the thing we're seeing in college football? And he's, and we're like, yeah, that that's exactly it. And then a few weeks later, I had to do some research research for them, and I noticed that their nickel he was playing often outside of the number two receiver, the slot receiver. Mm-hmm. And normally in the NFL, you're getting that player who's lined up inside of him because he's got to be part of the box to a certain degree. He's out of the box, but he's like, you know, he's he he's got one eye on the running game. But now yeah. they're playing him outside of that player, which means he's not part of the run game. Which means now the safety is part of the run game. So just changing stuff up a bit, and then and then Stephen Ruiz, our our mutual enemy, uh, wrote a story, <laughs> wrote a story about how they played the Seahawks in the first game, and he was playing pass first on first down because yes. the Seahawks are pass first team on first down this year. So instead of running that three four tight front, hey, they were getting in the gaps, they were getting after it. I mean, because there are definitely some tools there with the Chargers in terms of pass rushing weapons. I think there's some great tools there. Derwin James is an all pro move piece if he's on the on the back end and healthy. What's your best idea of what Staley can do with the Rams and how it translates or transforms when he's with the Chargers? So the, the first thing that I thought about when this happened was the insane difference between what the Chargers were doing under Gus Bradley and now what they're going to be doing under Brandon Staley. Because Gus yes. Bradley coming off the the Pete Carroll tree, I mean, I know it's cover been a three. few stops uh, you know, since since he's been in Seattle, but they run more cover three probably than the Legion of Boom Seahawks did. Right. Like this is like they will are play one defense. The funny thing is though, now was Gus Bradley the DC in 2018? I believe he was when they played against the Ravens in the playoffs. They were running some of that college tight three, four stuff because they were saying, well, we're playing against this Ravens team. This is like the seventh start of Lamar Jackson's career. And they're like, yes. all right, well, look, we, this guy can't throw the football at all. Let's play a three, four tight. You know, let's stop the run. They were probably weren't running. You know, the Ravens were probably still. We're getting off top of it, but the Ravens are probably still running like more of a zone based offense. Now, now the Ravens have changed a bit to, to that like gap stuff. So like, all right, well, let's run this tight. Let's put it in there. So they ran it and, and Joy Bosa came in, uh, from an edge rushing position, played inside more like closer to where Aaron Donald played this season. So there's, there's ability there to morph those players into what Staley wants. With that said, do you want Joy Bosa to play four eye? For a whole season, uh, no, <laughs> right? Like, no. <laughs> you you have the ability to do that 
in certain situations. And I think that's the key there, right? Right, exactly. Like, I, I, I don't know if we're going to go see game one, play one, <laughs> uh, you know, like Melvin Ingram and, and, and Joy Bosa lined up, uh, you know, as nose tackles. Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but the ability to more to, to do that time to time, if you need it for a whole game because you're playing against a certain team, then there you go. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.